This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Welcome to The Soul's Journey. My name is Tom Jacobs. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and channel uh, in Tucson, Arizona. I'm on the web at tdjacobs.com. And today's uh, episode, today's show, is all about affirmations. And I will be taking caller questions after the first break, so after, you know, 20 some minutes of the hour. Uh, let me give you the number now so you can uh, plan ahead to call in. It's 877-230-3062. And... Um, if you want an affirmation for something, I will intuit one for you uh, live on the air. Um, tell me a little bit about what's going on. I'll, pu- I'll plug in your birth data and we'll do that. Or you can ask me a separate astrology slash life question in general, uh, even if you're not into affirmations. But I, I highly recommend you, you uh, explore them if you haven't. So first, let me slow myself down a couple because I'm very excited about what I have to say to you about affirmations, uh, but let me give you a couple of announcements. The next full moon event, uh, wherein I will channel the Ascended Master Jehudi, Saturday, June 22nd. If you're in Tucson, come over to my house. Uh, if you're not, call, call in on the phone on a conference line, and the details are in my site calendar, uh, tdjacobs.com forward slash time. Um, Reading the Soul's Journey course, uh, which I did for seven weeks with a with a handful of people, uh, you can get that for home study, and it's a great way to prep for tutoring with me if you're interested in that. And um, I have some people who've gotten the course uh, and uh, are, are doing tutoring with me now, and and having these concepts come to life. How do I look at a chart? You know, how does the the multi-dimensional brain slash mind of Tom Jacobs look at a chart and see? karma in a birth chart and then how can you know how can i teach people how to move beyond that and i'm basically the course and tutoring with me are intended to help you get inside that mind and really streamline your process for looking at charts and being able to open up any chart to find the karmic story very simply if you've been listening to the show um and if you have an astrology background you've been noticing since october how i look at charts it's very very uh pointed and I go straight to the core of an issue, and that's what I'm interested in teaching you how to do to uh, augment and supplement and further and advance and enrich and or whatever uh, your astrological studies. So that course is available uh, at my site through tdjacobs.com forward slash courses dot html. So this thing about affirmations, they're in wide use. A lot of people are using them. I don't know that uh, – you know, we think of them as automatically going hand in hand with astrology, but with uh, interpretive arts, with metaphysical divination arts, um, they work well because all of these different things, uh, palmistry, tarot, astrology, all these different kinds of, of ways of, um, you know, runes, all these different things uh, are ways of interacting with energy and interacting with a field that uh, of which we're all a part and affirmations actually help us change the energy that we are vibrating 
what I've what I've noticed about myself and others, <laughs> if they're you know when they are uh, prepared to admit this, uh, <laughs> you have to be humble to admit it. But if you don't give your mind something positive to do, it will latch on to something negative. And a lot of the ways that our minds latch on to something negative is just simply repeating something that a part of us believes is true. Those beliefs can come from observing experience and making a story out of it, uh, but also what's behind that that I'm always trying to put your attention on is karma. Karma is not just beliefs, but they're the beliefs that we have about what has happened to us that has shaped us emotionally very deeply. So if tomorrow three things in a certain category happen and I say just for tomorrow, huh, that seems to be true. But then the next day I don't keep saying it. This doesn't have a chance to lodge in my field and become a deep belief and therefore cannot become karma. If it's something that seems true for a day, well, that's just something that seems true, a passing belief that we don't latch onto. So with affirmations, when I, when I was first told about them, I really was not into the idea uh, because I, wasn't, I didn't have a vantage point on my mind. I didn't have a vantage point on how my mind was creating uh, my experience. But then as I got into deeper versions of karmic astrology, doing evolutionary astrology, what I found is that everybody is suddenly, very obviously to me, run by their beliefs. So somebody with Pluto and Leo, for example, who's shy and timid, you know, Leo is about self-expression. Leo is about making noise. Pluto's involving this empowerment journey that involves, you know, sometimes feeling disempowered or powerless when we make noise or prevented from making noise. So I say to that person with Pluto and Leo, um, your job here is to make some noise. And that person might say, well, I've just maybe felt like I was too loud at some points or I'm a little self-conscious or something like that. And the, there's a belief that shapes how that Leo expression happens. Same thing for Saturn, Sun, Mercury, Mars, Venus, any planet in any position. We have experiences and then we create a story about why our experiences have happened. Create a story, you know, seed this thing in our vibratory field, and then it continually is uh, popped up around us. So how do you say that? Manifested around us. So that's the background on the affirmation thing, and, and I do tie it in with astrology constantly. Um, Maybe other astrologers do that. I'm, I'm not aware of that. But basically, um, you know, whatever thing you're doing that isn't working, it is the product of a belief that you may not be aware as a belief. You may not be aware of this fact. You may think it's reality. So my job often for people is to say, actually, the situation you're wanting to change is a result of a belief that is being generated in your field. And often, because of my intuitive training, uh, I can isolate or identify the part of the person that carries the belief. And I can see, is this an inner kid and how old is this kid? You know, and if this happens all the time in client sessions where I say, okay, I've got an eight-year-old that's from this life, an inner kid, and this is what he or she says. And the person will say, oh, well, when I was eight, this thing happened at home. And it's very easy to see. But in general, just know that everything that you're experiencing is a creation, is a manifestation of a vibration, and your beliefs create vibrations. 
Now, that's the kind of overview that is probably readily available, and you probably heard – if you're familiar with affirmations, you, you've heard a lot of that, if not all of it, except for the astrology example. But, but then what I've learned that is absolutely critical to the process is if you start saying something positive, you know, you're saying, you know what, I'm in charge of my life. I'm headed this direction or that direction. This is what's happening. I'm in charge. I'm a divine creator, blah, 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 whatever whatever works right for your new agey speak. What you will in experience invariably, I mean I guarantee you, is that part of you that doesn't agree with that will come forward. And this is what I have not seen or not heard other people talk about. But this is how the Ascended Master, his, you know, Jehudi – also known as Thoth and St. Germain and Merlin, this is how he's taught me how to work with affirmations, is to, and oftentimes in sessions, one of us, either he or I or the guides, somebody, will give the client an affirmation that we know a part of self will disagree with. And it's to get that part to come forward. And how that looks is the client will be uncomfortable and not believe it and not buy it. Now, if we're working with a model of self that says there's one part of it, there's one self, then that can be very confusing. And that's why, I mean, I've seen affirmations not work for people because of this, because the model I think really should include, there are different parts of me with different agendas, different fears, blah, blah, blah. And also these are inner kids and these are past life parts. We don't always have to differentiate between them, but essentially if I'm deciding to be in charge of my life and I'm assertive about something, and then I doubt it later, that's a part of me coming forward. So this is what I really want to impress upon you, that you have to deal with the parts of you that may disagree with this wonderful, shiny, happy affirmation that you're doing. And I'll give you an example. Um, so I have Pluto on the 12th sometimes. That can lead to a rocky relationship with God or creation or something. And I noticed one day, and this was about maybe 11 months ago or a year ago, I was able to put my finger on the fact that I just didn't believe life was supportive. I just felt life was working against me. And it's just something that can come with Pluto on the 12th. If you feel like you're, you're fighting against, you know, upstream, uh, into the wind uphill, whatever, with these things that are more powerful than you, which is a very put on the twelfth kind of thing. So I started doing the affirmation with absolute confidence. I am always supported, and I did this for about ten or eleven months, not ever believing it once. <laughs> and there's all this tension, and there's this frustration, and this is you know. And then about a month ago, I woke up one day and said, "Wait a minute, this part of me." That I haven't been able to kind of, you know, crack the nut of its, you know, tension, you know, of its unhappiness. Haven't been able to do that, and I'm still identified with that part, and so it's blocking me. So I changed the wording to "life is always supportive," and I'm not kidding you. Within 24 hours, there were eight loud examples of life saying, "We're supporting you. I'm supporting you. You are supported." So, you know, looking at the phrasing of something is also important. And and when I do this with clients, I will have I will try on for size something. I'll say, "Hey, how does this sound?" And it'll either feel okay or neutral or great or bad, and then we kind of go from there. And so you also have to I think play with the wording. Um the the thing is, uh, you know, I want to believe that I am always supported, but the plutonian wounding with Pluto on the 12th for me 
is a tougher nut to crack. So I've sidestepped it by saying life is always supportive. Basically, you know, not putting me in that equation. This part of me feels that I am not supported and will argue, you know, from now until the cows come home. So anyway, the door opened up and I was able to see that I was supported. Now, in other, in other situations, so that, that's a situation in which I had to change the wording to, you know, enable an effect, to really open up the vibration for me to see that I'm supported. Cause you can tell your something, your, yourself something over and over again, but if a part of you doesn't believe it, it's not going to matter because then you're, you're vibrating. In my case, I am always supported, but then this a part of me is vibrating. No, I'm not. So it's not enough to broadcast one clear signal from the grounded, centered, spiritually savvy, growth-oriented part of you. You also have to go through and work on the hecklers. You have to go through the audience. Or Oftentimes when I'm working with clients, it looks like a, a bus they're driving and the back of it is full of rowdy inner kids throwing food at each other and like, you know, arm wrestling and half Nelsons and like just havoc in the back of all these parts that can't be soothed and calmed or don't know how to be. Um, and you're just trying to drive down the road, but it's, cr- it's crazy in the back. Um, but anyway, you have to go through the audience or the back of the bus and kind of work with all the people who disagree for different reasons. And, and I have coaching clients who work with me for a year and more, and this is what we do. Basically, they say, this is the direction I want to head in, and I'm clear about that. And week by week, we work on you know, uh, helping these other parts learn how to get in line. And it's not a discipline, punish, shaming thing. It's not an overpowering thing. It's, oh, well, what is this part who doesn't buy the good idea, the good intention? What does this part need? And then I'm teaching the clients essentially emotional healing and self-care in order to get those parts to come on board so that – their vibration is not fractured. So anyway, affirmations, obviously I have barely taken a breath for almost 20 minutes, but it's, 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 it's so important because if you don't vibrate something intentionally, you are unintentionally vibrating something anyway. So why not give your mind something positive, positive to do? So um, we're going to take our first break, but let me uh, give you the number again and call in with your chart questions. And, uh, you know, actually, even if you don't ask for an affirmation, I'm going to give you one. Uh, 877-230-3062. And I'll be right back after this first break with The Soul's Journey. support on the spiritual path. Raising consciousness is a must if we are to shed paradigms, beliefs, and habits that do not serve us. Tom Jacobs, host of The Soul's Journey, brings through Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth and St. Germain, each month near the full moon to support and boost your evolution. Each call includes a deep grounding process, empowering affirmations to release stagnant or borrowed energies, emotions, and beliefs, and energy work on each caller to further healing, evolution, and growth. These monthly events are refreshing, profound, cathartic, deep, and fun. 
Get the details on the next full moon grounding and release call with Ascended Master Jehudi and MP3s of past calls at tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Looking for answers to help you navigate life? The book Jehudi Speaks offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. to the soul's journey this is tom jacobs from tdjacobs.com and uh today is all about affirmations and i'm also taking uh, caller questions i'll give you the number one more time it's 877-230-3062 what i didn't mention for announcements at the top of the show just slipped my mind uh but next week uh, on the show evolutionary astrologer stephen forrest will be my guest and i've been through his uh training program i've been going there for about nine years and he graciously agreed to come on the show and uh, and have an interesting conversation with me. Um, and it's going to be – it's kind of stuff that's on my mind that I think about and I know that he and I uh, could talk about, which is probably not going to be about technique but more about uh, the philosophy of this way of doing astrology in this uh, choice-centered way that, that respects uh, people as uh, beings in process. So I'm very excited about that. Evolutionary astrologer Stephen Forrest. Uh, next week's show, one of the people who uh, developed this paradigm, kind of developed in a couple different camps uh, simultaneously, and um, he's done quite a, quite a lot uh, over the last several decades, the last three or so decades to um, to uh, publicize this and uh, inspiring a lot of people to do a humane approach to astrology that listens to clients and actually helps them in deep ways. So excited about that. Tune in next week for that. Um, so... You know, one of the things I do with astrology is to put your attention on the fact that that we are energetic beings. Astrology for me is a tool to describe life as a human, life as an energetic being having physical experiences here on this plane. So the the whole idea of affirmations is to alter your vibration. Now you can just think on a Tuesday, yeah, I'm um. You know, I'm going to be a happier person. I'm going to be nicer to kids, whatever it is, right? You can think that once and set that intention, but until you train your field, it's might not get vibrated in there. So we actually do have a a, a caller. So 
uh, let me let me give you her her birthday. Hey, Becca, are you there? I am. Great, Becca. Is it okay if I give your your birthday out to our listeners so they can follow along? That's fine. Sure. Okay, thank you. So February third, because we always like to do teaching on the show. Nineteen seventy four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the time is uh, 12.57 p.m. in uh, Nashville, uh, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. And, uh, yeah, Becca, have we met before? We have. You've done. You've read my chart before. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, I, that's what I thought. This is kind of ringing a bell here as I look, as I look at your data here. I'm like, wait a minute, I know her. Uh, I have the wrong uh, ascendant here. Hold on one second. 12.57 p.m. Yeah, yeah, Gemini Rising. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> okay, great. So um, so tell me, what, uh, tell me what I can do for you. What's going on? Sure. I was wondering if you had an affirmation uh, to recommend for a situation I am finding myself in where uh, people are telling me I should do X, mm-hmm. which is very logical. But I have a nagging okay. feeling I should do why. Mm. Where do you when you have a nagging feeling, where do you feel that in your body? You know what having so much air, I've, my feelings are mm-hmm. tend to be in my thoughts. It's understood. It's, it's, it's hard for me to sense them in my body. Would you do me a favor and send cords into the earth right now? From the bottoms right. of your feet and your root chakra, which is also the first chakra, which is right around the anus. But just send those cords into the earth and just have the intention that the energy of the earth can help you stabilize a little bit and get into your body. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Because of all the air and your habits that way, you know, because obviously you have like, you know, first house Gemini stuff and the Aquarius uh uh, pile up, but um. Anyway, anyway, want you to come back in your body. You know, want to make sure that you're in your body. So just kind of scan your body and see 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 where that shows up. And I'm going to look at your chart while you do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Let me let me let me start and then then we'll chat. Uh. <laughs> so so you know you have this um this moon Saturn thing on the south node. You know you have this uh. Then conjunct the south node in the in the you know right at the edge of the second house here and the south node in the first but these two kind of in the second and so naturally you're gonna you have a karmic history of um, the idea of should and while it's a first house south node you'd think independence but Saturn there can say limit to independence Moon there can say you know what I'm independent within the confines of my family's ideas so this is a setup this is a natural setup for you. Uh, you know, a karmic thing for you to, you know, essentially North Node in the seventh, it is about learning cooperation, learning about listening to people, but also about learning when to not listen, for frankly. Learning how to cooperate, but also stand your ground. So so that's just the setup here. You know, is it okay if I tune in and kind of scan you as well? Is it okay? Yeah. Okay, good. So um, my attention goes straight to the root and the second chakra, which is normal. The root chakra is where we learn about ourselves through, through culture and family. The second chakra is where we will learn about ourselves through the reflections of others. Like somebody says, oh, I see you're that way or, you know, you're like this. Um, and so, um, okay, so let me just tune in. So, and this is actually a great example because I'm going to ask you to try on a couple of different things. And we'll see how they vibrate for you as I scan you, as I kind of read you. Um, 
try this one, and you can do it silently or verbally. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, I always make the right decisions. I always make the right decisions. And let me know how that feels. I always make the right decisions. It feels true. <laughs> it feels true. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Um, I'm willing to hear others, and I always make the right decisions. I'm willing to hear others, and I always make the right decisions. And how does that feel? There is some resistance to being willing to hear others. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, think that's, I think that's the one to work with. But because it ends with, and I always make the right decisions, which you already feel is true. Mm-hmm. So, so essentially, you know, North Node in the seventh, please work with others, but don't, or please don't feel that they should control you or tell you who you're supposed to be. That's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a trap studying astrology and seeing a North Node in the seventh isn't, am I not supposed to listen to others? And the idea is you're supposed to learn to cooperate with them, which includes negotiation and saying yes and no, but, but getting the feedback from others, but also not abandoning who you know you are. Does this make sense? Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's, let's stay with this for another second. So can you repeat back to me the affirmation that, that, that we gave you, that I gave you? Um, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. I'm willing to hear others and I always make the right decisions. I'm willing to hear others and I always make the right decisions. Okay. And then I'm going to give you this other one. You can play with it like tacking it on later. Uh-huh. Like I want you to do this for months, essentially. I want you to do it maybe maybe three or four or five weeks, but like until you don't have a charge about it anymore and you feel My brain open. is saying I'm willing to hear others if they're not stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> My brain uh-huh. is wanting to push that in. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, and that so just and that's live a, with that tension and keep reaffirming. Yeah, yeah, because because you're like the 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 way out of that is not mm-hmm. to shut others out or to judge them. Okay. That's that's okay. one of the huge keys here. I am willing and I make the right decision. It's like that is open. That's open up. I mean, like there are times we do something like, uh, you know, our brains would have us do affirmations like this. Uh, I never listen to those stupid people. You know, like that's what our <laughs> brains do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we, so going for this thing that creates tension, but opens a door. And will it, here's the deal. The other thing, and I, and I, this is a great example. I'm glad that you know this happened to come up this way because the idea of being willing takes pressure off. Right. So, so it's not that um, you're going to do everything people say. It's not that you're going to, everything's a committee decision. I mean, you do need to develop that at some point, but you know, this idea of I'm willing to be in that space where I hear them and I'm willing to trust that I make the right decisions. I think that's going to, I think that's going to give you a lot of mileage, so to speak, because there's no charge in it. And as long as you have a charge, recognize you have a part that's frustrated, upset, angry. Of course, Aquarius on the midheaven and the Saturn on the south node. The first, like, yeah, you don't want to have to deal with that. You know, it's like start recognizing my authority already, people. Like, that's kind of what your that part of you wants to say. Like, you people aren't even smart. 
like sometimes, you know, not like you're saying that all the time, but, right. but, but yeah, but, but to follow this path of openness is like takes away the judgment and because your, your success in this going to be not judging, but it's going to be hard with that strong Saturn Aquarius signature. Okay. The other thing is, um, you know, you have sun, you know, it's wide, it's eight degrees, but it's conjunct Jupiter and that when it goes well, you know, this natal conjunction, when it goes well, it can be um, believing in the self rather, rather um, ebulliently, right? Rather strongly and buoyantly. Um, but you also have the sun in a wide conjunction at seven degrees to the true black moon Lilith, which is at seven degrees Aquarius uh, in the ninth. And that says, I need to be independent, follow my own instinct. And when we have strong Aquarius stuff, we can be negative about, you know, hey, you're not even smart, you know, whatever. Uh, that judgment's easy to do when we feel hemmed in or nagged. But the Lilith thing on your son is also about, you know, knowing, like trusting your instinct, which is why I kind of said, how does that, that first, we did the second half of the sentence first. And you said, yeah, I, I do believe that. That's part of your healthy Jupiter son Lilith. No, I, I, I believe that I make great decisions. Like you were very clear about that. Um, so, yeah, so, so, Try try it again for me. I am willing to hear others, and I always make the right decisions. I am willing to hear others, and I always make the right decisions. And and tell me how that feels. Now we just kind of keep going at it over and over again, but this is how it works. Tell me how how it's feeling now that you've done it three times. Um. It's okay to say I hate it. It's stupid. That's fine. But tell me how you. No, I. <laughs> I'm being cerebral. I'm I'm having trouble accessing feelings. Uh, oh, okay. Well, the idea uh, of how it vibrates does it does it still cause up that tension? Does it still call up a charge? Not not as much, and I'm committed to uh, to uh, um, to doing it regardless. Um, Great. Yeah. This is another point. The, for me to tell everybody, all the listeners, <laughs> including you, I mean, you're you're a hat, you're a, a nice guinea pig here. You're being a very congenial guinea pig. But but when, when we do this and we have the part that disagrees, the more committed the centered, grounded part is, the more committed that the you know sophisticated, savvy part you want to run your life is. This other part say, oh well, look, she's in charge. You know, so you being committed is a key factor there, and it's sometimes. I work with people on the affirmations and it goes back and forth because they're not sure how to disidentify or, or not identify constantly with the part. But, um, you know, you're able to laugh at the part that has that snarky comment. And, uh, you know, so that this little sign that, uh, you know, you're not totally identified with that part, but, but I just tell you this as far as the vibration goes, the positive open-ended thing that, that keeps the power in your hands, so to speak is uh, is the way to do it. And so how does how does all that sound? Do you have any questions about that or what it looks like as you do that for a few weeks? No. This, okay. This is, this is great. This is what cool. I wanted. Cool. Cool. Thank you for calling, and it's nice to hear from you. Thanks so much, Tom. Bye. Thanks, Becca. Bye-bye. Yeah, so that's a great that's a great example. A great example. Um, she's committed but yeah, a part has a snarky comment, and that's how it works. That's how you know a part of you doesn't get it. Part of you might not know how to let go of the reason you feel resistant to something. 
like I said, I had that example for 10 or 11 months of I am always supported and this part of me just stuck to the story. <sighs> no, I'm not. Constant. And I changed the wording and essentially bypassed the naysayer. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, um, let me give you the number again to call. Uh, feel free to call in and ask about anything, but uh, be, be great to – I'm going to give you an affirmation no matter what. It's just like take your medicine, like <laughs> Pierre was saying. 877 uh, 2303062 and you can do it you can work with affirmations in any part of the chart you know making this real about astrology like um in, in, in for anything in the chart you know in becca's example her south node is in is in the first with the saturn moon in gemini so we know there's going to be some structured uh expectations and maybe some rules uh, maybe some um, traditional things in her family system that we could guess everybody in the family is required or expected to follow. So we, we can just assume that from those symbols. Um, uh, it is a south node that says there's independence, but it could be that there's independence as long as it fits within these particular confines or these certain parameters and guidelines. So, you know, Saturn on the south node, another kind of affirmation, just to give you an idea – Somebody who's saturated with Saturn, you know, that can feel heavy and hard. And people with that kind of south node, Saturn in any sign, in any house, by the way, uh, on the south node, there can be a sense of um, life is about responsibility or tasks or or necessity. So another affirmation, kind of affirmation that can be really good for that signature can be I I can enjoy life. I am free. Uh, better phrasing, I am free to enjoy life. I'm free to enjoy myself. And the Saturn part will not agree. <laughs> so, um, and the other thing with Saturn moon there, um, the, the notion of being free in general would be very empowering for anybody with this signature. And of course, I did reference that Becca has that uh, Aquarius sun, you know, right on the midheaven in the 10th. It's a degree off the midheaven. Conjunct Lilith, which is about independence and following one's own path, and conjunct Jupiter, which is about the need to develop faith in the self. Uh, and so kind of like she has that strong thing, but also the pull to tradition and the tendency to perhaps, you know, uh, be very aware of the expectations of others, even if there's any, you know, she could be very rebellious and say, no, I'm not doing that. But still, there's a pull. She's karmically conditioned over many lives to experience uh, a pull uh, to do what's deemed right. You know, by the family, by the culture, by the community too. Other other ways that Saturn Moon get combined, uh, those two symbols get combined. So we're going to take our uh, next break in a minute. The number to call is eight seven seven two three zero three zero six two. And stick with me. Uh, we'll be right back on the Soul's Journey. wired is no accident your soul has divine intentions for this life understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world 
A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your soul's journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. We all need support on the spiritual path. Raising consciousness is a must if we are to shed paradigms, beliefs, and habits that do not serve us. Tom Jacobs, host of The Soul's Journey, brings through Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth and St. Germain, each month near the full moon to support and boost your evolution. Each call includes a deep grounding process, empowering affirmations to release stagnant or borrowed energies, emotions, and beliefs, and energy work on each caller to further healing, evolution, and growth. These monthly events are refreshing, profound, cathartic, deep, and fun. Get the details on the next full moon grounding and release call with Ascended Master Jehudi and MP3s of past calls at tdjacobs.com. Looking for answers to help you navigate life? The book, Jehudi Speaks, offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And uh, today I'm talking about affirmations and uh, doing some caller questions and uh, tying affirmations to their astrology charts, which can be a very powerful tool to uh, change uh, to change how the the vibratory field is functioning. Uh, so we do, have, we do have a caller. Maureen, are you there? Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thanks. So... So is it okay if I share your birth data with the listeners? Yes. Great. Thank you. So this is Maureen, and it's uh, June 22nd, 1965, 2.38 p.m. in uh, San Francisco, California. And um, yeah, so Maureen, you're actually a coaching client of mine, so you do this affirmation thing with me all the time. Like always mm-hmm. trying something on for size and then seeing if it does or doesn't work and then working with it. And so you, you have kind of the, 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 the inside track on what I've been telling, telling people. And, and, um, so, so what's your question? What's your question today? Well, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was I wanted an affirmation for like attracting my, my tribe. We were talking mm-hmm. about it a little bit and, um, like life minded people and why that I'm not attracting them right now, and mm-hmm. I would like to have something that I could start working on with that. Great. Cool. Cool. So so I go straight to Pluto in the 11th house, and um, 
<laughs> you know, a very deep uh, thing. Pluto is always very deep for any of us. And, um, and it represents, you know, as you know, but just saying this for the listeners, um, this sense of I need to do this thing to be empowered, but at certain times I've felt powerless or overpowered about it. And in the 11th house, this is tribe. I mean, fourth house is also tribe, but 11th house are the groups of people that we work with, we ally with, we join with to create the future that we want. So, um, so Pluto in the 11th, you've been empowered through social situations and groups, and you've been disempowered. So what I would start with for you is, is, is an understanding that Pluto is also with Uranus and, um, and in Virgo. Virgo is about choice, and the Uranus is about needing to be free. So if I put this all together, sometimes you're disempowered in, lot, in different lives by not making choices about the people you're with, people you hang out with people you work with. And Pluto Uranus together can indicate disempowerment through boredom and, and not through freedom and individuality. Does that all make sense for you? Like you understand? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so let's try, let's try some stuff on and um, actually Kira, I can hear some typing. So if you could uh, fix that, that'd be great. Oh, thank you. So, um, so, so, you know, basically there's going to be some deep wounding that, you know, you might not be free to find your right tribe. So I want to start with this one. I'm free to find my tribe. And I want you to see how that resonates. You can say it silently or out loud. Okay. I'm I'm free to find my tribe. Okay. Do you believe that? Um, (laughs) yes. But I feel like I've got, yeah, you know, I've got the, you know, peanut gallery going. Yeah, you have some hecklers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's normal. That's normal. This is the process, feeling it out. I don't think that's the real one to get to because, uh, or to, to send you away with, to work with, because that doesn't reflect what's happened in certain lives. You know, that, that, that doesn't reflect what's happened with this Pluto thing. And as I said, making choices is the empowering thing. Well, sometimes you've been surrounded by people and you haven't had a choice. That's, that's, that's one of the potentials with Pluto and Virgo in the 11th. I'm disempowered because I haven't been able to choose, you know, who my tribe is. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's try a willing, let's try a willing constructa with you. Um, I'm willing to find the right people to be around. Let's just try that one. It's kind of clunky, but we're going to okay. try it. I'm willing to find the right people to be around. I'm willing to find the right people to be around. Okay. And how does that, how does that feel? What does that sound like? That feels, that feels better. It feels better. Oh, well, it feels less anxiety like mm-hmm. on a scale the mm-hmm. other one was mm-hmm. like uh, scaled to one to ten it was probably more like a nine eight and a half this is more like a five <laughs> okay okay right on right on so um let's do this i always choose i always choose the direction my life takes I always choose the direction my life takes. What is that like? What does that feel like? Yeah, that feels good. Yeah. Okay, we're 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 gonna morph that. We're gonna work with that one and, and kind of get to the other place. I am in charge of my life's direction. I am in charge of my life's direction. And I am responsible for finding my tribe. I am responsible for finding my tribe. Yeah, I want that to be threaded together with an and. So, 
Okay. I, what was, so what was the first part? Help me. <laughs> I'm in charge. I know. I'm trying to write uh-huh. here. Uh, I'm okay. in charge of... Is that the direction of my life? My life direction. My life's my direction. Life. My life's direction. And I'm responsible for finding my tribe. Okay. I'm in charge my life's direction, and I'm responsible for finding... Okay. Now that feels to me like 90% there, but I want to give you a caveat. (laughs) And it is this idea of responsibility. With Pluto and Virgo, a part of you will come, may come forward or, or hold an idea that you haven't been responsible. And I want you to do this affirmation with compassion saying, you know, basically just have it in your mind. You know what? I'm a work in progress and everything's fine. I'm going to figure it out because a part of you may want to come forward and say, well, right, well, you weren't responsible and blah, blah, you know, that kind of, that mm-hmm. kind of Pluto and Virgo garbage that you're familiar with. And, uh, and but the thing is like, you know, um, yeah, but I, I, eventually you're probably going to want to change out the word responsible, but that's where, that's where it needs to be now because you need to kind of palpate the part of you, like basically, you know, gently poking the ribs a hundred times a day, the part of you that thinks it's out of your hands and you can't find your people. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So do that even though it, um, it's only, I feel like it's 90% there, but I think that 90%, like that 10% tension, I think that that's going to make a part of you speak and say, wait a minute. Or have you one – I mean I'm not trying to set you up for something unhappy, but one day you might just say – you know, you've done it 50 times a day for a week and and then one day you say – you just stop and you just kind of like crack open and you're like, arg, you know, like right. ah. and And that would actually be useful because you, yeah. need, you might need to meet the part head on. Like I say, I'm not trying to get you to you know, walk into something uncomfortable, but I am. Because that's how we, you work with the part, and I know, you know, from working with you for months, you know, being a coaching client, I know that you understand that perspective of giving yourself the benefit of the doubt and kind of catching some of those patterns of judgment or something like that. So, um, so I know that you can, you know, you can do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 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 give it to me. Give it to me one more time, at least once. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it vibrates. Um, see how it I'm, I'm in charge of my life's direction and. I'm responsible for finding my tribe. Yeah. Do you feel like that opens something? Do you have a sense yeah, that... Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, it does. Okay. Good. Maybe Good. I should wait until after my son's party on Saturday. <laughs> so nothing uh, comes out. <laughs> well, okay. no, 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 no. I think, I think you should... Um, I think you should do it. I think you should do it and and notice if there are people there who don't feel like your tribe, which I think is part of the thing you're getting at, you know, yeah. I don't want to read too much. Yeah. Then, um, observe how part of you reacts while you do this affirmation that, Hey, everything's going to be fine. I'll find the people I'm responsible. I can do it. You know, like that kind of vibe. So observe how these parts, this, this, this part of you or other parts of you react to the idea of being around people who are not your tribe. Cause that's how you're going to meet this part of you. Okay. All right. You see that? You get that? Yeah. Yeah. And again, stay grounded the whole time. (laughs) You're willing. willing. Thank you. (laughs) Great. (laughs) 
great. If you hadn't done a bunch of affirmations with me, we, we might have started with a willing thing. But for you, I just kind of jumped in because I know that you're, you know, we we change it up almost every week. We give you something, you know, new between me and your yeah. guides. So great. Great. Thanks Thank for calling. You. Awesome. Thanks great. for uh, taking my call. <laughs> of course. Take care. I'll okay. talk to you later <laughs> or soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, so that's so that's an interesting thing, and so so Marine is actually an example of somebody that I give affirmations to constantly, and um, and you know she's she's one of my ongoing coaching clients who has that sense of the bus is full of rowdy people, <laughs> you know the peanut gallery is really rowdy today, and um, and how to catalog them uh, essentially when I do coaching with people on an ongoing basis, it in one way it extends. The reading that you have, like it's about life issues, it's about your chart and your karma and your beliefs, and it's all this. But then it, when it extends into coaching for an extended period of time, then it, it turns into working compassionately with all these parts that disagree with where you're headed. <laughs> and and um, so my job is to help people uh, figure understand how important it is to be grounded in order to be in charge of what's happening so that these parts can be dealt with in a compassionate, effective way. Because when we have a part that we uh, feel is disagreeable about something, maybe we have a sense that, yeah, there's a part of me that sabotages this thing I'm trying to do or doesn't believe it or, or you know, I keep finding these self-doubts or something like that. And uh, we want that part to go away or shut up for, you know, for once, and and those approaches don't work. That's not uh, self care. That's not being good to yourself. It's not um, improving or elevating your vibration. You know, to use a kind of new agey phrase, it's not improving how you're vibrating. And there, you know, as you'll know from other new agey uh, sources, there are kind of two vibrations that you can work with. And one of them is love or faith, and one of them is fear. And you can, uh, you know, ca- uh, classif- classify or categorize everything into one of two and one of those two categories. I use the example um, to illustrate this that you might have a you might have a mom with a little kid. It's cold outside, and uh, the mom wants the kid to wear the gloves and the mittens to go out and she might nag on him to wear the mittens or the gloves. And it looks like it's about love, but the vibration is about fear. So think, think about that. You know, think about how the, the words or the motivation can seem of something of something we do for somebody can seem to be loving. And actually the motivation can be fear can be something other than love. The more we generate fear, the more we uh, live from fear or respond uh, to the world around us through fear, the more fear we create in the world around us. And this is the, this is the key to the affirmations, as, as many of you know, uh, if you work with them. So generating something positive. So, so one, of the, one, of the, one of the easiest things to do is to start with noticing what you're vibrating and what you're creating around you and how you do that is i mean check your mood you know check with what you're actually thinking and in your mind is it a tisk tisk festival you know is it like a non-stop parade of 
you know, thumbs down and poo-pooing and all this stuff. Or, you know, and because some of us it is. Some of us were, were, were processing things that happened before that we're unhappy about, that we didn't know how to respond to. And now, you know, three weeks later, I have that snappy retort that would make me feel vindicated. And that's, you know, whatever it is. Um, and sometimes we're thinking about a family member and a negative pattern comes up. So, so ch- the first thing to do with this is to really check your vibration. Once you're really aware of that, you can make a decision about what you want to feed and foster and ultimately seed in the world around you. And like with me, as I did this affirmation, I am always supported and part of me fought it. I'm vibrating just as strongly. No, I'm not supported as, you know, and this is a part that's attached to some identity of something that's happened to me in this life or another life. But um, when I switch the wording, life is always supportive, it's crazy abundantly obvious that it is. So I'm able to, you know, you know, and, and eventually, and I feel solid with that now. It's been about a month since I've been working with that one. Um, and uh, this happened when I was at uh, Steve Forrest's apprenticeship program. I, I woke up on the third morning of the program and said, wait a minute, that affirmation didn't work. And, um, and, I, st- and I started doing that. And starting that day, people came up to me and said um, – Hey, like basically eight in two days. Hey, or in 24 hours. Hey, can I uh, help you with this? Or I'd love to support you in that. I'd love to help you make that thing happen that you've been talking about. And suddenly I had the support. So, so, um, you know, as I did that first version of the affirmation, I'm vibrating negatively. I'm not supported. This part of me doesn't get it. Part of me is, is hurting about something. So actually speaking about that, speaking about that, I did a, a, a maybe 15, 18 minute video for the uh, ingress of Jupiter to Cancer, which happens on June 26th, um, evening Pacific time here in the States. Uh, and you can view that through YouTube, my channel. Just look up Tom Jacobs Evolutionary Astrology or something like that. Uh, also on my home page and I link to it, uh, uh, through the, uh, the Facebook page. And, um, so you should, you should check out the 25 videos or so on YouTube and the Facebook thing. And also where you can follow me on the Twitter, uh, and keep in touch with me. Um, final announcements here. Uh, the, uh, the next full moon, uh, event with Ascended Master Jehudi, amazing healing opportunity. Uh, and he is going to, um, Jupiter's, uh, involved, uh, if I if I if I remember correctly, uh, being near the sun, and so uh, some of that Jupiter and Cancer stuff may get and uh, may get may get talked about. It's for the Capricorn full moon, so suns in Cancer, moons in Capricorn, and that will have a lot to do with family and emotions. Um, but um, check out the video. Check out the video on the Jupiter and Cancer thing. It's um it's I think it's really interesting. I've gotten a lot of great comments on it um, because whenever Jupiter enters a sign, it makes something big. So what are you doing with your Cancerian energy? What's your heart doing? Do you, are you protecting yourself? You will think you need to protect yourself more. Are you blocking out pain? The pain will well up. Are you trying not to flow with emotion? You know, and whatever whatever it is, is trying is trying to to, to uh, make it bigger. So I give you some tips and tricks in that video. Thanks for joining me on the soul's journey and uh, tune in next week. Uh, evolutionary astrologer, uh, Stephen Forrest, who, um, who's been certainly an inspiration to me and, and helped me out on my path and uh, really forged something great that I could kind of uh, learn and work with over the years. Um, will join me on next week's show on the soul's journey and, and uh, donate to support the show through tdjacobs.com. See you next week. 
You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 